Thank you so much for tuning in to The Jam on 98.4 Capital FM. Jun Gashui, Martin Karaoke, and the chief, Story Smith herself. How do we start this one? We just ask her the normal question because yeah. most stories start with once upon a time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in this studio, they start, start with, with, who are you? Kwa majina na hitwa Mwihaki. Yeah, dear. All the majinas. Nilizaliwa County 47. Any more brother? It was... County 47 is Nairobi. Nairobi. I don't know this county. It's yes. math. Math is Mombasa hard. Mombasa is 001. Wow, that is that's cool. Oh, and it is. 0.001. It became a problem. Exactly. 0.01%. It was 0.47. It was 0.47. Cuba. But who is Hapa, 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 hapa. This is my home. Yes. It's my home county. Yes. Yes. And I claim it as mine. And yeah, I love I love this town was born and bred in Nairobi and have lived most of my life here. Yes. I have uh, come to terms with the traffic and I've said <laughs> let me tell you everywhere has its own thing. Ours yeah. is the madness of our roads. Yes. We just accept, embrace and yeah. move on. Proceed yes. on. So I am uh, yeah, I am many things depending on which conversation I happen to be in. Mm-hmm. Some people call me uh, Moihaki. Yes. Others call me Mrs. Moragori. Yes. Others call me uh, uh, Mama Teshi. Yes. Yes. And there's and Teshi has brothers and sisters. Oh. Yes. And Teshi and the brothers and sisters call you Mom <laughs> or Mama. Oh, Mama. And then yeah. the other one calls me Mother. Yes. Ooh, yes. 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 And I call her daughter. Yes. Yes. I can tell which age bracket that one is in. All right. So so you are you call yourself the Chief Story Smith at do. at Paukwa House. Um, what does that mean? The chief storysmith. Mm. It means the person who is responsible for keeping the ship running. Mm-hmm. And the ship in question is that which um, dreams, curates, uh, researches, and distributes positive and apologetically African stories that celebrate Kenya, her history, mm. her being, her becoming. Um, and we play in the sandbox of stories. Mm-hmm. Oh. Now ship yeah. and so, 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 me, we talk about them. My, my, no, my question is very clear. What uh, is and I know everybody everybody claims they know this this the meaning of this, but uh-huh. I know they don't. What does Paukwa mean? So Paukwa doesn't have a direct translation, mm. but it is the call of the storyteller. Mm-hmm. Right? So wherever you go in East Africa, Ukisema Paukwa. People know, and there's a gathering that immediately happens. So it's the mm. call of the story. It is the call of the storyteller, okay. and the response of the audience is pakawa, and then it goes on from there. So it is ancient Zanzibari Swahili. Mm. Yes. So there's no direct translation, but we all know what it means. So and take then, and receive. Yes, yes, that and in many there. cultures, mm. we all we all have it, right? Mm, mm. So that just happens to be ours in uh, East Africa. <laughs> So we have our jam master in studio. For those of you who are just tuning in, Mumekuawapi, Muhaki Mwaragori, our chief storysmith from Paukwa House, just walked us through what the, the the sort of origins of the word Paukwa that Martin had no idea, uh, <laughs> and and many others. Yes. We are not alone. Yeah. Uh, but now, so you took Paukwa mm-hmm. and you decided I have my own way of interpreting it and and delivering content and curating content. How, what was that process like for you? 
Wow, I love how you've put it because you've made it seem so mm. like well thought out, Pauka. you know. Fui. But actually, <laughs> <laughs> I was just sitting on my house one day. <laughs> <laughs> I think that all solutions are come from pain points. And I like to think about the word entrepreneurial as a solution provider, not in the you know usual Kenyan lexicon of he's yes. a business person. Yes. So um, I think for me it was frustration. Mm-hmm. I used to travel a lot in my old life. My old life was I used to work in public health, which is all about behavior change. And I used to um, work across sub-Saharan Africa. And I traveled to, I've traveled to lots of African countries, which mm. has been wonderful. But Aki, every time I came home, I'd be like, why do we think we're so broken? Mm. Why do we think that we're just a mass of problems only? Mm. Um, because that's the way that it feels sometimes when we talk as Kenyans, like, Aki, eh, eh, nikubaya, right? Mm. Even the way that you greet we people, hey, how are you? Ah, mm. Surviving, mm. you know? Mm. Every time I came home, I'd be like, there's so much here that we need to celebrate, that we need to focus on, that we need to amplify. And I just couldn't find it. Right. Unfortunately, our newspapers are really of the if it bleeds, it leads. And then we all know that our national pastime is politics. Mm. So even the things that we do well never get to the front page. Mm. Do you remember when Peter Tabichi, one teacher of the year worldwide? I remember. We waited for him to be celebrated there. Then we're like, oh yeah, there's a guy. It Mm. was front page Mm. in the UAE. It was front page where in Kenya it was page four. Mm. And the guys who were there on the day before and the day before were the ones on the front page. Because so we think he's, I mean, he's getting yeah. paid to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I started thinking if, you know, where can we have a place where we only find the positive? Mm. Because the other thing about media, and you guys know because this is what you do everywhere, it's so powerful. It is mm. powerful to the point of being insidious. Mm. The things which you see around you and hear every day become your norm. Sequel buyer, it's just... That's what you think that the world is. So what would happen, and this was in my mind, what would happen if there was a place that you used to go to every day where you would just see positive Kenya, right? Would you be more hopeful? Would you be more inclined to think that actually I can move forward in my profession, in that thing that I love, in, you know, in appreciating my country, in learning more Mm. um, and not feel hamstrung or constrained because... You know, for a lot of young people these days, the narrative is, unless you know somebody, sleep with somebody, pay somebody, you're never going to get ahead. Yes. Well, that's what we believe. Yes. 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 But the vast majority of people out there actually not doing that, right? And are still being able to make a positive contribution to this country. So So what did they crack? What did they figure out? Who? Those people. Those people. Imagine they're just doing them. Wanaji Tolea, they're Mm. doing their their thing. And those are the stories that we put out. Mm. The stories of people who are health workers, artists, athletes, people who you never knew maybe. And you're like, oh, those are the people whose shoulders we actually stand on. Mm. So like when you think about steeplechase, you think Ezekiel Kamboy and his dance. But actually our first steeplechase winner was Amos B. Watt in 1968 yes. at the Aki? Mexico City 1968. Games. 1968. Yep. Yeah. Wow. yeah, you know? Wow. And they say that those who don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it. So mm. if we can celebrate our history, Napahali Tumetoka, and the sort of everyday things which are around us oh. and know that we are all contributors, you know? I love my coffee and I spend an inordinate amount of money in Java and Patrick Mukabe's paintings just give me joy, yes. right? Now, can you imagine a place without art? But is that the person who we celebrate? The artist, no. The artist? No, it doesn't. Just outside here on Kimathi Street, there's the sculpture of yeah. Dead and Kimathi. Yes. Yeah, immortalized 
in Steel mm. by Kevin O'Dwar. Mm -hmm. Without Kevin's story, that would not mm. exist and Dead End would not be and how many of us celebrated. know it was Kevin O'Dwar? Yeah, you know? I, I be, I'll be honest, I did not know right. at all. Yeah. That one person did it, I thought it was a no. whole... <laughs> And he's the same person who did the Siokimau statue at Siokimau Station. Oh, wow. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's yeah. a beautiful yeah. statue of the prophetess. You know, she's the one who said oh, that, wow. that 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 iron train is going to come one yeah. one one day, yeah. right? So there's all these people who are, you know, across this country who are contributing to the Kenya that we have and are doing fantastic things and celebrating us and even elevating us on a world stage. You know, yes. I was telling you how you know, I first came to this studio in the late 90s. Oh. Yes. And at that time, Zane Virgie was still a was still a, was, was still a, a host here. Oh and then she went to be on our first international anchor on CNN. Yeah. Right. So again, we have fantastic people doing mm. wonderful things. Why are we not putting our flashlight that. on that? Yeah. So that is what Paukwa is about. A digital space, which is a permanent repository of everything that we have that celebrates Kenya and makes us feel good about ourselves. Yeah. Because... Why not? We are worth it. We are worth it. Come on, Safari. Even the sunshine has chomokad as you are giving <laughs> us that story. Hey, hey, the sun has hey. said, hey, 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 hold up. This positivity here. Let, let me talk put about some good rest. times, good vibes. Yeah. I'm inside the building. Oh, my. That is a, a beautifully put um, explanation. Mm. A digital repository that is available for us for eons to come. In mm. perpetuity. In perpetuity. Yes. And free. And Oh, free. You don't even have to pay for it like a textbook, I a can textbook just center. Access you it. can just go to www.paukwa.org.ke. Well done, <laughs> Chick. Well done. Get your data reloaded. You refresh know. your Wi Fi <laughs> and check out that page. How's it going? That's our Chief Story Smith, Paukua House, and this is Jam, Jam Master, Jam Master Mwenyewe, here with June and Martin, and we are learning so much. About this country. About this country. And okay, so let's just jump in and ask, surely, Martin now is 72. You know, I am barely, barely that 28. And it means we are now in our old age. You know, we're not even eligible for youth. Yeah. Uh, anything youth fund anything you know <laughs> yeah. we are old uh -huh. and so for us to start learning this now it's, it's, i feel kind of sad for mm. our generation but i wonder those who call you mother <laughs> and mom mm. and mommy uh, and those who call martin uncle yeah, yeah. um is there hope for them like is this is this content that's palatable for them absolutely absolutely for me i think we're living in a time which is so exciting in terms of content because it is democratized. Mm -hmm. Yeah, If you wanted to find out something back in the day, you'd have to go and buy a book and then read it or borrow a book or, you know, God forbid, try and find that information in an encyclopedia, one yeah. of 28 volumes, yeah. you know. Now you just literally click mm. and you can find whatever you are looking for. So information is so easy to find. And yes. that is why we made a conscious decision to be online, right? Yes. And which there's a part of me which is like, Aki, we're not going to print a book because I'm such a reader. But you might. But yeah, we might. But we reach more people by being online. Okay. Yeah. Including and diasporas. Including the who are outventing yeah. us. Yeah. 
And one of the continued uh, putting together our very story, the, the team and I would like in this country, mm. this mm. about our country. Mm. And I'll give you an, an example. Uh, I'll give you guys a question. What is the oldest place of worship in this country? The one on Maimahi. No, that was, that, in, that was done in the 40s during Malindi. the Second World War. No, uh-huh. The one near Gedi. Is it, there's, a, there's an uh-huh. Italian church. Uh-huh. Like that, yeah. Keep, not Italian. Something. Italian is the one that she was talking about. Yeah, but but if it is actually the oldest house of faith in, con- in current use, yeah. it is the Congo Mosque in Congo Kwale, Mosque. next oh. to Congo River, between Congo Tiwi. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. But the oldest Christian one is yeah. St. Francis Xavier, yes, in Malindi, yeah. which was put up in 1452. Oh. Now, 1452, 1452 yes. yes. Mm. Whenever we think about Christianity in this country, correct me if I'm wrong, but we think of Kraft, Sidri, yeah. Johan Rab, yeah, yeah, those guys who came in the 1800s. Yeah. So Portuguese, no? But it was the Portuguese who yeah. first brought 400 years before, yes. right? Yeah. So I'm like, how are we, how how did we get things mixed up? Yeah, we thought no. that the missionaries, Kutoka England, yeah, are the ones who brought. Things, yeah. Yeah. No. Yes. <laughs> we are praying. <laughs> we were bowing our heads. Already it was, before. yes. Yeah. And both, both, you know, Islamic yeah. and Christian. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing, when you think about Marsabit, what do you think about? The Catholic Church. <laughs> <laughs> Solo. <laughs> you are thinking, no, you're thinking of Christ the Redeemer, which is in Turkana. No, I'm thinking oh, about um, the, the ca- Archdiocese of Masabit, oh, right. the richest one. Okay, in the, in the I moved on because <laughs> I am thinking, when I grew up, yeah. we used mm-hmm. to know that anything north of Acha's Post basically is desert, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. In yeah. fact, if you try to drive there, you'll be lost yeah. driving in the desert. Yeah. How was I to find out, what, four years ago about a place called Lake Paradise? Yes. Yeah. On Mount Marsabit, oh. which is the only UNESCO bio heritage site in Kenya. It is wow. green like a problem. It has mist yeah. in the mornings. Yeah. But because what? There's a narrative that yeah. that side of Kenya it's is dangerous. Is dangerous yeah. It's sandy. Yeah. It is desolate. Yeah. So again, why? Who was, who was planting these ideas? And yeah. then you start to realize yeah. that. Everything and the stories that we have, whether it is the stories that we read in our history or whether it's the stories that we read in our books mm. or the ones which are passed down, come from a certain perspective. Yeah. And our education system, Rohosafi, inherited from the colonial system mm-hmm. yeah. and then was layered on by the independence yeah. you know, winners, right? Yeah, yeah. And as a result, I think that our history became very, very narrow. Mm-hmm. So it was like... A, this country was fought for by a handful of people. Yeah. I was just sharing with um, oh. these guys here a wonderful story about the role of creatives yes. in the, the emergency period. Yes. And there was a guy called Gakara Wanjao who used to pen lyrics mm. to English hymns, mm. Akina, Amazing Grace, and yes. Onward Christian Soldiers, mm. in Kikuyu, and have lyrics that told people where people are meeting, oh. where cow is meeting, where um, uh, oaths are happening, mm. so that people would be able now to meet. So it was like a, a bush network. Coded right? uh, lyrics. Yes. Yeah. And then they used to print um, uh, pamphlets, seditious yeah. pamphlets. Mm. <laughs> uh, and because Africans didn't have the resources to actually run printing presses and to buy them, yeah. most of the printers were Asian. Mm. And one of the printers was GLB Diarty. Color right? print. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So he, Wasmirti. along mm. with uh, Wasmirti, mm. along mm. with Gakarawanjao and yeah. 152 other people, yeah. on the night of October 20th, 1952, Operation Jock Scott, mm. were all rounded up and thrown into prison, into detention. Yeah. But we only hear the stories of six men yeah. who yes. landed in Kapenguria. Yeah. What about the other 146 men and women yeah. who were deemed dangerous enough yeah. that the colonial government was like, these guys gotta go. They gotta be mm. So we are 
like I said, gathering this history, curating yeah. it, and then putting it out there on our socials. But also now, as we've done this, like I say, people are like, Aki, how have I not known this? And I'm yeah. Kenyan, and Nilienda Shule, and I passed history. Yes. I was in alliance. Imagine! This one. <laughs> Even those ones. Even, Even those them. ones, Even right? They. <laughs> yes. And so what we've been challenged <laughs> to do is actually develop content for younger and younger crowds. Yes. Yes. So now we have a series that highlights some of these stories and some of these um, realities on um, a li- the little animated shorts called Hummingbird Tales. Mm. And it is the stories of just everyday Kenyans who did their part, um, who, are, who are showing the light, um, who are role models. And by the way, whenever we tell the stories of people, we always say, which primary school did they go to? Yeah. Where, did they, where were they born? Because this thing of Alliance, yeah? Yeah. like unless yeah. I make it to Alliance, oh, you make exactly. Yes. We're going to destroy that myth. Everybody exactly. has come from somewhere and wow. everywhere is valid and powerful in this country. So Having Bad Tales is now on YouTube. It is on Akili Kids. We're on yes. DSTV. Nice. We have kids singing our little jingle. And we hope that, you know, we have um, shorts on Rachel Masake, the first female vet in Kenya, on Patrick Mukabi, the artist, on Zane Virgie, yeah. who started here in Capital. So you, you have <laughs> gone into your research. You've, yes. you've identified. I saw something about Kenyan firsts. Mm-hmm. So you have a series that says, here are the first people in Kenya to ever do this and this. that. So within sports, within arts, within different uh, disciplines and fields is that is that the driving force behind uh, Kenyan first? that particular one is actually Kenyan female firsts Kenyan female which firsts. is again okay. this idea that uh, you know what when we tell the stories of Kenyans it's usually men yeah. but imagine even women have been doing their things mm-hmm. right from Grace Onyango who was the first uh, woman MP and woman mayor in the mm-hmm. 1960s mm-hmm. back to the stories of Wango Makeri and Siokimao mm-hmm. right our Mekati Kenyan Lili, mythical heroes oh, yeah. Mekatilili the all of these right. and the ones who even today are, 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 are changing narratives we the first female actuary was less than uh, seven years ago yes. in Kenya. Yeah. The first female who was the head of the Architectural Association of Kenya and of the Kenya Medical Association was less than seven years ago. Wow. So women are still, you know, we have our first CJ, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, taken yeah. us how many, yeah. you know? A long while. So, so we celebrate this, but like you say, it we do it in all disciplines mm. because we don't want to say that unless you are a doctor, an engineer, architect, so and so. about you. At all. No. All right. 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 Wonderful. We're going to play a song called Switch by Slacks. Uh, because the information here <laughs> is switching up things. <laughs> switching up things. Martin, can I just say, for somebody who didn't know the answer to Pahuka Pakawa, <laughs> you know many things. I'm a jaribu. No, I, I, I'm a jaribu. There's a, they, they, anyway, I'll tell you guys the story. <laughs> And right now, we are switching it up again to yes. learn more about our country. With teacher. With Mwarimo. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Mm. I love like, the stories. So, so why, why, what is it that happened in your, in your other life of public health <laughs> that made you say, I'm giving it all up, forget money, I'm going to give content out for free. Yeah. What, what happened? Yeah. And can you pay your, your rent? <laughs> we need to do a harambe for you for all this great work you're doing. Si lazima, si si lazima. Lazima. But if you want to promote me <laughs> as Kenyan, <laughs> so life is funny. Yeah. Um, when I finished high school, 
uh, I wanted to be, it was those days of Sonu, so you're waiting forever to go to campus mm. because campus is always closed. Be <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, I asked, I did a photography course and then I went to my parents, humbly, humbly, and said, uh, I would like to be a video editor and, you know, try and put together um, videos. And those are the days when there was one TV station yeah. in Kenya called mm. VOK. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and my father told me, somebody already has that job. So move on quickly, right? Yes. <laughs> Go and get a serious degree. So that's exactly what I did because I was a good girl. And then I graduated with a degree in economics and um, something else and geography. Because I just, I just love geography. I just, you know, it, it was my rebellion. Like mm. I'll do economics for you, but I'm doing geography for me. Mm-hmm. And then I tarmacked when I finished campus. And the first job that I got was in uh, public health oh. at, at AMREF, running a volunteer program. Mm. And that's how I got into public health, which is what I pretty much did for the next 20 years of my life. Mm. And then, like I say, kept getting exposed to other various elements of Africa and coming back to, to Kenya. And the thing about public health is that it's all about behavior change, getting people to wash hands, right? See, now we've seen that mm-hmm. washing hands makes a difference, oh. but we've been trying to tell people. Oh. And so I was thinking, how can I use this element of positive storytelling to change people's perceptions and behavior around what we think about Kenyans. Yeah. So yeah, kiddo, five, six years ago, I decided time for a new season in my life. Jump ship. And uh, yeah, my mother called it my midlife crisis. I <laughs> said, it's all right, by the way. <laughs> Call it whatever you want. The Buana has said that we are fine. We can, we can, we can do this, even yeah. though my wife is having a moment. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, I, I started that new, what I call my second chapter. And what I say is that, you know, I don't think that that part of my life was better or worse than, it's like comparing uh, uh, summer and spring. Yeah. Each of them is necessary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Each of them gives you different mm. things. So mm-hmm. I just happen to be in a different season of my life. So I have a wonderful team that I work with. Um, we're about seven people at Paukwa. It didn't start off with me wanting to grow a company. That still shocks me until today. Yes, because I was just like, I just want to tell stories about <laughs> Kenya that make Kenyans feel good about themselves. Right. <laughs> but you need structure, babe. And then I realized that I can't write all of this alone. And then I got one person and I think, uh, you know, got her on like in a on a three-month contract for yeah. three days a week because I was like, I can't afford to pay somebody. Yes. And slowly by slowly we've grown. So now we have um, a, um, the, the storytelling team and we have the kids team who are now, you know, they work with the Hummingbird's Tail. They work in 15 schools across um, uh, the greater Nairobi area, infusing this idea of, you know, positive role models that are beyond the the ones who we normally know about, yes. Yes, and, and, and the rest. People who are a little closer to us in our experiences, yeah. but are still doing good things. And we're hearing wonderful things from, from, from those kids, um, from, from those people. And it's so heartwarming when you hear um, the story. I mean... A story told back to you from the perspective of a child and say that they love so-and-so story because they're like this and like that and they want to be like this and like that mm. and you're like oh, okay you it's, working. it's working it's working yes okay. and it's yes. a long-term story because we did not get here where we are being cynical kenyans yes. <laughs> overnight and, and we have those things yes. in our system yes there's a listener who says uh please ask muhaki if she's available to tell stories to children in schools especially around kenyan history uh for ages between 6 and 13 is that something that absolutely you would do? all right you got your answer yes yes Pauka kids on tap yeah okay well contact her you shared your your instagram pages your linkedin pages you're Did everywhere I? basically no Pauka, you've shared your website 
Okay, yes, I've shared our website. Oh, see, but on I our socials, tell me where you are quickly. At Paukwa yes. or at Paukwa Stories. Yes. Or you can join our WhatsApp broadcast list, which is on 0720-728-592. Um, if you join that, you will get a positive story every single day on WhatsApp. It'll Once take again, you that, two that minutes number, to read. That number again? 0720 5922 728592 oh, 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 o